I've never petted a mole rat before. Well, I've never petted a mole rat, but I've You're pet, welcome. I have pet your fucking You're not bald a mole head rat. before. Oh, Carol Conversation. Welcome. Episode 5. For those who haven't figured out thus far, we've been fucking feeling Kia's head all day because he fucking shaved his head. That's right. So, want to talk to us about that a little bit. What did you shave your head for, dude? Yeah, well, I did it for several hair, reasons. Is hair overrated? Are you, are you, is your whole focus behind shaving your head because hair, hair is no longer the thing? Hair's not in anymore? I don't think it's a fad thing per se, but if we could I, talk about a couple of reasons, I guess. It really is the fads, but. Yeah, I'm super into like staying trendy. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know you really feed off that and get the high off the fads, yeah. but besides that, like what sure. else? So I guess the fake reason. Would be that. Am I not in shot? No, Fake you're looking reason. good. Yeah. Fake Especially your head. Would be, all right, all right. I get it. I'm bald. No, I, <laughs> I just want our audience to know. Gotcha. If, we can describe what a bald head looks like. Too, I, <laughs> I mean, we, we could probably drop a picture in if you wanted yeah, to. Sure. <laughs> I have that really good one I took today. But. So. I guess the initial reason that I was using as a crutch of, like, to justify me doing it in the first place was that I made a bet with Gunner that if I got into Drexel, I would shave my head. And lo and behold, I did get into Drexel, though I don't. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Kia! Our boy made it! I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think that that does justice to the reason behind why I wanted to do it. I think I used that as a, a means to kind of get two things in the same way. Like I knew I wanted to get in Drexel. I also knew I wanted to shave my head. So maybe I can make both happen. Like a crutch. Sure. But in reality, I really just wanted to, to do this for a long time. I feel like I wasn't too attached to the idea of hair and I was holding on to it for other people. And the not idea of hair? <laughs> Dude, can we talk about the idea of hair? No, I think that a lot of people <coughs> create identities around hair and around their self-image in a lot of ways. And I don't think... At Real oh, John Carroll on Twitter and Instagram, because that's what Kia just did. Yeah. <laughs> nice plug. Shame. <laughs> Shame on myself, but True. continue. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, and while this is just another... Like, variation of that same kind of way to represent yourself in some way i think it better fits the kind of way i'd like to rep myself represent myself in the future so while you know many people feel have their opinions about it i don't feel like the people's opinions of why i chose to shave my head ought to have any weight on how i now feel about just being in my skin body kind of deal i really like it so is it more for the idea that it's out of the norm and you're just trying to like test yourself in a way i don't feel like it's all the way about being an abnormality in that way i think that you talk about like voluntary discomfort in some ways there was an initial versions i had to doing it and you know my <clears throat> motto is like if you're afraid you should just do it because you should just be more excited about whatever something is then you should be more excited about it rather than be afraid of it because you know you can translate fear energy into excitement and that's going to be a lot more useful for you in the long run so just i was like afraid perception. yeah yeah i was afraid of the idea so i just re re-coordinated or reconfigured how i felt about that kind of like Thing, sensation that was arising and I just made it happen because I felt like it just only makes me stronger if I I fall into those kind of things so if I had a, initial versions about being bald for any reason 
I needed to do it because of those aversions. Because in the long run, that's what <coughs> matters. It's just constantly overcoming whatever those things are that arise. So feeding off the challenge to better yeah, yourself. Yeah, gotcha. mm, definitely. No way. I constantly like those kind of social experiments that like put environmental pressure of some sort on you so that you get off these signals like um that make you feel out of the norm in an in in environment. So a lot of that is super easy when you're bald. I feel like I'm going to get a lot of those signals all the time. And that's really useful feedback for being okay with being uncomfortable. So more chances, to more opportunities to be uncomfortable. When I have a shaved head, I'm willing to to go through that. I'm willing to do that. And I'm going to, yeah. How does it compare to when you had, like, gray hair at one point? I think... You had gray hair at one point, and, like, people treated you differently for that. People treat you differently now because of the bald. I want you to talk about the bar interaction you just had, like, with everybody that was in the bar after I asked you this question. But, like... How does the bald compare to the gray hair? Like the the freaking, you know, 19-year-old, like, long gray hair, yet you tied it back in, like, a little top bun and stuff back then and stuff. Like, that's two completely different looks. And, like, I want I, I I to know, know the difference between both of them. The gray hair, like... And the similarities. Then, the gray hair then is probably like equivalent to the bald head now i think so yeah maybe you know in a way because well you're making a statement i think and not even not even making a statement but that's what it's like the point you're the only making a statement that's a bad way to describe it i shouldn't describe it like that it's there is nobody else in the room that is most likely looking like you sure and with that it comes what you said before it has its advantages because it strips you away of that kind of like kind of like blending in almost is kind of what I interpreted it while you were talking about that and when you're not able to blend in you stick out and that exposes you to certain feelings and like experiences that you wouldn't normally treat if you were just blending in with the rest of the crowd right I think it like and it goes but exposure it's the exposure of what you're think- saying both of which just cultivate confidence and and that like, they make me uncomfortable and it's not necessarily the, what Gunnar was alluding to. It's not about the statements, more so that they both of which make me feel uncomfortable in some way that and through that I cultivate more confidence in myself, mm-hmm. you know. And this is like just another extreme of that, I guess, if you want to think of it like that. <clears throat> I feel like the gray hair thing though was different in some ways because I, I'm just so different from that point. That was just, I think the whole gray hair thing was just so spontaneous. Spontaneity. Were you supposed to go gray and then just turn blonde? I was like, I never got to gray, yeah, unfortunately. He, he pushed for it for some seconds, but mm. he, then he found the frosted tips. So. <laughs> Which I think bring back frosted tips, Gunner. I think I want I I want frosted tips, Gunner back. Frosted tips, Gunner. There's a kid I know on campus. He works at the library. He's got the frosted <laughs> tips right now. It made me nostalgic because he's also your height, mm-hmm. dude. And the same kind of curly hair and stuff. It's it's ridiculous, but you rocked it better. And I was just like, fuck. I think Gunner needs to go blonde again. Like the months are warming up. You know. Well, I also blonde, feel like it doesn't. Blonde's in. It sun's doesn't out. have to. Like he doesn't. I feel like he did it, and that that's cool. And he did it for some time, mm-hmm. so that's fine. Like maybe just do something else. Yeah, it's I think about, in like, a way, like I was. Or also, do it again. I don't know. I don't know. The I don't feel like I don't know it, the answer to the question the is same, here. I don't feel like it does the same thing for for doing it again. Mm-hmm. In, in in a way, like it was also for like some of the stuff that Key was talking about. Like it it pushed me out of my comfort zone because like to get to the frosted tips, like I didn't have anyone that could do it like well on me, so I just dyed my whole head blonde, and that was like the. Eventually, it would become frosted tips. Yeah, that was that was it. But like being like fully blonde, like the bleach blonde kind of thing, is was like in, in a way like being bald almost. It's like it was like mm-hmm. out of the ordinary, and like not many people do it. And to like, I I like distinctly remember like walking into like a class, and I I what I felt was everyone looking at me like, I don't know if that was actually what it was, right. and then mm-hmm. I kind of just like, like I kind of just accepted that the like quote eyes were all on me and i like just 
lift my head a little higher and sit down and that's what it was you know and like I grew from it and and in a way I feel like the the frosted tips gunner like the the blonde gunner was in a way like me growing and feeling comfortable in my own skin and like like the the very first steps the initial steps to like the fuck it mentality like I'm gonna be me no matter mm -hmm. what the hell everyone thinks you know what I mean and even if I didn't like it and I don't want to go back to it it was it was very important to me being all right with myself damn when it comes to my hair I feel like I've had the complete opposite experience this semester because I let my hair grow out so long like <laughs> I didn't I didn't get a haircut until like what was it like valentine's day time yeah i didn't get a haircut until the day of valentine's day and before that i had not had a haircut since the end of june mm. and so it really got long like i was pull like long enough that when i came home for like the day like i was done like with my schoolwork on campus done with work if i had it like i came home and pulled it up immediately like i was pulling back my bangs that's how hard i was like basically going with the long hair and it was totally not a flex because when I got that shit cut, holy shit, I, everybody started looking at me much more positively. Like I could tell the difference in strangers faces, you know? And <laughs> how did you feel though? Oh, I felt way better. I felt lighter. Like with, I felt way lighter. With, with, without the glances, like, Oh, without the glances, like, like taking everyone's opinion out of it. Um, I definitely like short hair better. I, I still like the short hair better because I know it looks better. It feels better. It feels much lighter. Honestly, I'm probably going to get another haircut here soon, I think, before Greek week. Mm, yeah, yeah, beast mode. Dude, I got I to gotta shave some, some something cool in. No, I'm not going to do that. Like a penis. <laughs> Dude, maybe a lightning bolt like Tyler Dorney. I don't know. You could get a cool lightning bolt on the side or something that would grow in. Maybe you can get a Kappa Sig. You did, you, how could you not get a Kappa Sig in your hair? You got yeah. Kappa Sig tattooed on your lip. Yeah. And you would not get it buzzed into the side of your head. Yeah, I think so. There's a little bit there. DSMA, KBD, DB. But the lip, the lip tat needs touched up. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I think it just needs to let it, let it. There's no more money that needs to be put in that lip tat. <laughs> I don't know. Another $20 tat, I'll go over it. Oh, that's true. Bucks, yeah. what mm. I would not tat like that on my skin. Lips, different story. Lips goes away after a while. I feel like you can. I feel like you can afford to get some funny shit tatted on your lips. You know. I like the lip tat. Mm. Wait, are you guys gonna get tattoos at some point, or you guys got some it. tattoo plans? If I find the right, because I'm the only. I'm the only one at this table with tattoos right now. I, I need meaningful meaninglessness in my yes. <laughs> I need people to think that it's super deep. It'll it'll yeah, it'll be a like, bind between wait, me. Wait, like and the one I have on my rib? <laughs> I think the one I'm I have on my rib satisfies. No, but that those already things. like that's a symbol in that it also is representative of something that people can reference point it to. Like I need like something mm. so out of the ordinary bizarre that it's not it it doesn't have like a signal point that it looks like I'm thinking squiggly or a line or something like, yeah. like that. That is set up so that is represents like a movie or mm -hmm. you know, but like th whatever this thing is, it's gonna be interpretable in more ways. Yeah. Know, than that. So I feel like it's just like even a I don't even know like circle <laughs> or something. Yeah. It'll, honest, like if I get a tat, it'll be like super simplistic and it will be with someone else with the same tat. Mm -hmm. And that's like the only circumstance. Wait, are you trying? Consider. Are you trying to say that you guys are trying to get butt tattoos? I, I the location really doesn't matter, <laughs> as as long as the like the factor is binding. Mm -hmm. I could get a factor binding tattoo. We could talk about that later. Butt tats. Yeah, it doesn't really matter where it was. I actually don't want a butt tat. I I was just trying to be funny. But <laughs> it, make for a good butt tat, John. My face? <laughs> Are you but talking about me? Power rankings on faces on butt, butt tats. I, I don't think I would do a face tat. I, I think Steve, I think Steve-O is just number one equivocally on that. Whoa, Steve-O on your butt? Yeah, that's a good one. Steve-O got a tattoo of himself. 
on his back. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Jamie, pull that. <laughs> no way. Oh my god! Literally, I'll pull this shit up right now. Oh. Is it like I a? I think it's on his back. I think it's massive on his back. A big one, a portrait. It's a portrait. Yeah, look at this, dude. Look at this. He got himself on. <laughs> Ridiculous. He signed it too. That's how that's what he probably was just like extremely hammered. And he's like, let's do this, and then he just did it. <laughs> yeah. And then he got sober for eleven years. I was gonna say, still he's straight edge. Dude, he's been straight edge for over a he's decade just crazy. now. But he's still, dude, he still hurts himself on shows. Like, he does comedy tours where he does stand-up comedy. But for the most part, he's just hurting himself. Did I tell you about the punch thing before? Yeah. yeah but, he broke his nose and it didn't. It kind of didn't heal in the right way he wanted. So at this big event, he found Mike Tyson. He was like, dude, can you just punch my nose, break it so it can reheal better? Because <laughs> it's not healing how I need it to heal. He's like, Yes. <laughs> That's, That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike Tyson's a fucking weed farmer now. It Mike is. Tyson doesn't punch anything now. Mike Tyson was yeah. Dude, he, he grows reefer. Dude, he wears overalls. He plants some plants, lets them grow, smokes some reefer. Dude, he's just a pal at this point. Dude, that man's not hurting anybody. He's a good gardener. Oh, dude. I bet he's the best gardener. Well, he's got maybe lots not. Of hose. Hose. Probably does have a set lot that set that one up nicely. nicely. <laughs> oh, I realize what you got is getting funny. funny. <laughs> I realized what you did there, and I did not take the alley oop. I like missed it. Sorry, I talked about myself. We're Dude, good. are you getting funny now? It is. Yeah. All right, How so, are you cultivating funny? In your yeah, life? these days I've been I've been thinking a lot about manifesting and what I want to be as a person, and I want to be funny. And I don't care how I get there, but it's going to work. <laughs> I will be the funniest person one day. Most funny. Funnier. Funnierest. The funnierest. What people do you like? Well, it's, I think the question like, is for like, how do you... So if you want to become something, I think the best way to start is to find role models, right? So who's your who's your? That's funny? what I was about to say. Who's what, your funny? What people do you look up to when it... Like comedic people do you look up yeah. to when it comes to your inspiration for... This newfound inspiration, I should say, for comedy. Because you've never been funny. Because this, yeah. this is the first time I'm hearing about, dude, I'm gunner and I'm trying to be funny. Right. This is, this for, is me For now. the viewers, I'm not funny at all. No. And I suck at being funny. And when I try to be funny, it's awkward. And no one gets my and jokes. And then you make jokes about 9-11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, there's... Not, we're not going to elaborate on <laughs> Worse things to make jokes about than 9 Just yeah, saying. Just, um, but just, like, just saying, like... In a professional get, setting. If you ever get an interview, don't talk about 9-11. <laughs> in an interview. Wait, what? Is there yeah. a story behind this? No, you got We're to. not getting into yeah. that. You got it. Dude, I don't know. I think just I kind of need to. It can, you can make it blank. Just like... Dude, I'm I'm in the ringer right now for a management position at the Cubs, so I feel like I should know this kind of story. I tried to get like, I tried to get too deep in an interview really quick in like a surface level and a surface level interview mm-hmm. where they w- weren't like, like, and I wasn't I wasn't in any place to like articulate what I was trying to say. I probably could explain it better now, but when I said like nine eleven in the interview, they the the prompt was. If you could go back in time to any event, what would it be? And I said, like, I, I, I said some, like, traumatic event. Like, I want, I want, <laughs> this is going to sound awful. <laughs> I, I just said, like, I just said I wanted to go back to, like, some traumatic event and, like, feel the feelings and be there and experience it and, like, grow off that. Fuck, I feel like that's, like, one of the most real things you could have said. No, but, like, like I said, like, I wasn't in any place to articulate it, and they weren't there to receive any type of answer like that. Yeah. So it just came across awfully. Oh, if you, yeah, if you didn't articulate it correctly, like, obviously they're gonna, they, like, this interview is, like, the only thing they know about it. Yeah, that was, like, so that was, like, that's all they based that was, like, me, of. like, two or three years ago. But now you're trying to be funny, so. Yeah, but now I'm trying to be funny, and I'm not making awful 9-11 jokes. And we're we're in a better space. You're on the rise. Yeah, I'm was on the rise. Was this your tech crew interview? Was this no, was this when you? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what interview it was. <laughs> Nobody gets fired from the cub. Let's let's be done with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna stay far away from that one, dude. We haven't even touched the topics yet, dude. Oh, oh we haven't even talked about Keontae Marathon prep. Oh yeah, dude. I'm running a marathon soon. 
30 hours. 30 and a half hours. 30 hours and 31 minutes. His marathon hours. starts. If you're wondering, yeah. We shoot we shoot podcasts at ridiculous times. Woo! Look at this. This guy fell. Yeah, it's currently 1.30 in the morning right now. And um, we are leaving for the marathon in 24 hours from now to Charlottesville, West or Virginia. Yes. Charlottesville, Virginia. Virginia. Where Keontae is running 26.2 mile, 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 miles. And I was not able to get off work for it. I, I, this is the first time Keontae got to hear that. I, I talked to Gunnar about it earlier. I wasn't able to get off. John, extremely, uh, that hurts. But I think I'll, I'll still run. Yeah, so I would hope that you would still run without me. <laughs> because saying- I know you're just going to come home and then you're going to be sore as fuck. And I'm probably going to see you as soon as you get home anyway. Beast mode. Yeah, Kia said oh, we're going beast mode for sure. John's not there, so I don't yeah, even yeah. know what's going to happen anymore. <laughs> mm. But I'm super excited about this opportunity. It's been on the goals for a while. I've thought about running a marathon for a long time. Ever since I passed out from... Well, shortly after I passed out from a race I had in high school. I was I was running a 5K for the cross-country team and I passed out a heat stroke. And I always felt like <coughs> because of that, I just couldn't run distance, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it put like a big bind on me for the remainder of that semester. I had a really poor season and then... I always felt these feelings of I need to slow down or I need to stop when I hit a specific cap. So this was just kind of one of those fixations I carried with me when I came into college because I felt like each step I've made thus far in my life has been trying to overcome these fixed barriers I had on myself during high school. And this is just another one of those that is coming to a close because I can run distance. Beast. Manifest. I'm going to run a marathon. So here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Game on. Will Game you on. still watch me on my mile seven days later? Of course. Wait, seven days later? Are you going to be working? Yeah, as long as I don't work. I don't... I, my work schedule, I find out. <laughs> we week ahead of schedule. Actually, Kia said that like since you weren't coming to the marathon, you probably wouldn't come to your mile. Yeah. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I, <laughs> Is it? No. Dude, let's not talk about reciprocal <laughs> friendship. Like, that's an option. Yeah. How, we, how we work in this friend group is if someone doesn't do something for someone else, we won't reciprocate the actions. So. Yeah. Super shallow. Lo- yeah. yeah. That's how we do. It's like, pretty not <laughs> legitimate at all. Like, yeah. We're, we're really upfront about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, we just hit the, the nail right on the head right there. It's total fact. Not kidding at all. But I have, I have trained for my marathon. I'm not mm. going in dry. You know, I've run upwards of 18 miles. I've run the pace times that I want to hit. Never going dry. Do you know what I'm ready for? I'm ready for Kia to achieve his goals, and then he's going to come back beat up as fuck. I'm going to have to take care of his legs for a couple days. Or I'm going to come back beast mode and be excited about running 100 miles. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, I think 100 miles? I'm going to be an ultra marathon, dude. I'm going to run ultra marathons. Oh, yeah, eventually. Yeah. You gotta get the 26.2 first. Yeah, and then we'll do the. I think there's a 60 guy or something. Mm. I might do the 61. I'm not getting too excited. I need to see how I feel after the 20 mile mark. Yeah. And I'll gauge if my body is. If I'm doing the fueling properly. I've never fueled and ran before. That's something I should have practiced and I wish I would have practiced, but I've never moved and and taken in calories before while moving like Mm. that. And mm. they strongly recommended, and I will be doing it, but I've just not practiced it. But but you have researched, like, how many to take mm. in. Yeah, yeah, I'll take, like, 300 or so calories in the first Of course, know, it's subjective to your body. Yeah, but yeah, but it's, I'm know. just gauging kind of... <laughs> Wait, what's your diet been so far? Like, what what's your diet been, like, I should say in the last five days? So, like, basically in the seven days leading up to your marathon, <clears throat> what have you been trying to stress upon your diet? the most i've been eating a lot of vegetables i've eaten a Naturally. whole bag of brussels sprouts and like 50 asparagus stalks asparagus and eggs so i haven't eaten I can't that think of many better combinations than that 
I was just a, I was a big broccoli guy. I like that I was stuff. On squad, yeah. but I have been eating poorly in some ways too. I mean, I had a sheets burrito. I know. I had a piece of pie. I mean, <laughs> these little thing, these little things that I think about like may, but I don't think they're gonna be the the breaking points for my performance because I yeah. ate them. I'm not, and I certainly wouldn't let them be like the mental breaking points. I was about me. to say any any breaking point would be mental. Yeah, mm-hmm. at this point. And I will not and- be conquered on this race by a mental. Dude, <laughs> I, yo, tonight I was really proud of myself. I was really hungry at work, and instead of getting two slices of Philly cheesesteak flavored pizza. I got a yogurt with blueberries and granola and a bunch of pears from the cub. Those pears were definitely from the can. Those pears, I don't think were real, but I think it was still better than eating pizza. So I was, I was proud of myself for that. Cause I was like, I got a race in nine days. Yeah. I'm saying even though it's just Greek week, I'm taking it seriously. I love running way too much to not take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, race is a race, man. Mm. Yeah. So what do you think? So can you talk about our goal? Or not our goal. You fucking your goals. Can we? Can you talk about your goals for this marathon with us too? Yeah, I'm trying to hit under four hours. So the first 13 miles, I'm trying to go around 8.25 pace around that and that's going to leave me plenty of time for the remainder you know upwards to what is it? i have it outlined but if i slow down then i go like nine minutes for the next seven miles mm. to 20 and then it, that gives me an hour and like six minutes or something to run six miles and as long as I'm going like ten minute pace at that point, mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm planning to go that I'm going to move slower as I move forward because yeah. I'm not super super used to distance like this. But also I'm not trying to go out super super fast, of course. So eight thirty is really not that fast either. I can run way faster than that, but I I just have to remind myself so i might write yeah. the times on my <clears throat> arm or something just to make sure i'm not going too fast i'm excited or and and i'll probably be um i'm gonna bring my bike to the marathon and hopefully i can be biking along with kia and giving him times and like pace marks and stuff like that that'd be cool like mm-hmm. I, ideally that's that's what's gonna happen here. yeah we're not sure what the bike situation is here. <clears throat> also i need to i need to check online tonight to make sure i don't have to be there tomorrow I got an email this last night, and it said something about picking up my packet tomorrow. And I thought, I thought I could pick up my packet on Saturday and on Friday. But if I can only pick it up tomorrow, then yeah. But I got that email tonight, so I was gonna let you know. Interesting. <laughs> you know, I feel as a runner and with my experience, I'm gonna say, I feel like you're gonna have to pick it up tomorrow. I feel like I feel like you have to pick it up on Friday, especially if the race is going off at seven a.m. Well, you know, I think that it might vary, so we can always check and see. Like they might they might have exceptions. Even I'm mm-hmm. sure plenty of people want to like try to do that. So I'm not. Sh- I wouldn't be surprised if. Well, I think it could be solved as just like a phone call or an email also. Just say, yeah. hey, like I'm not getting in until this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, when it comes to my mile though, I'm just, I I have been stressing the track workout so hard right now. I've just been trying to build up my lactic threshold for that. And so I've been doing... 200 well you were with me for the 200s you did a couple 300s with yeah. me and so i think <clears throat> i think tomorrow maybe saturday i'm going to go 400s and then after that i'll if i have time for one more i'll probably do a couple 200s like a couple days later and that's it and i i think at that point i can't i can't really do much else for myself at that mm-hmm. point like i'm just trying to basically if I'm racing a mile in nine days, I'm trying to do all the most effective things I could possibly do in the next nine days because it's not that I really care about the whole Greek week thing. 
I mean, I do care about that. I'm I'm a fucking gym class hero. Like, I care way. <laughs> I care about that shit way too much. Fucking, I've like made the rosters and stuff for Kappa Sig. I can I can show you guys that after the pod. But like, literally, I've put so much thought and effort into Greek Week already this week, and it's not even next week. It's like the week after. Yeah. It's someone told me that you were going in. I think. Somebody yeah, lives. Of, yeah, one of the brothers mentioned it, and he was like, "Yeah, John's been putting things together." Oh, yeah. so it is it is acknowledged that you are putting things together for the Greek week for the. Dude, sake you know of what? I, well, you know what I'm trying to do. Winning. I'm trying to just get unathletic people off the squads, dude. There's too much pride. If you, dude, if you're beat at sports, get that pride out of here, dude. Let let somebody step up. Mm. You gotta be self aware. Yeah, I think, and it's not like necessarily that those I'm a strong opponent. Like those things could change. It's just like we have two weeks, you know. Oh, yeah. dude. Well, no. In the, in think the context, about the, think of about the brotherhood aspect. Yeah. Though. In the brotherhood aspect, all right. It's, so a, I'm gonna, it's a team. It's a team, but I'm gonna throw that brotherhood aspect out the window to an extent because I'm gonna need the best athletes doing. And that's your all this and shit. that's just like your competitive nature. Like yeah. Like, dude. I understand that totally. Oh, dude, that, that's what we have to do to win. There's no other way to win other than that. Yeah, I, I, I found I can be there in the morning. Oh, yep. You're good. The plan still sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, do you want to go to Keontae? Do you want to go down the lineup we got? We already did Keontae Marathon Prep and Bald. No, we, yeah, we talked about those things. What else we got? We got Gunner Band Stories question mark. Gunner Gunner did just go on tour oh, with the dude, band. How was tour? I mean, you don't have to talk too much about it, but give an overview of what you did about I, the tour. I, I can speak on that briefly. Yeah. So I was recently, um, I was recently asked to go on on a tour with um with a band, and this band is called JJ Gun, and they are like a swampy blues rock band, and um. Yeah, like a group of four guys, like a like a keyboard player, mm-hmm. um, a guitarist, a drummer, and a bass player. Did I say that twice? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, these group of guys are um, very cool, and they invited me to come on tour with them. And we went to Texas for about two weeks, and we they did a bunch of performances at the South by Southwest um, event in in um in Austin, Texas. <clears throat> and we did like one show in Houston and then after that we went to LA for three days and they played two shows there um one of which they had like talent agents come and as well as um like record companies come and check them out which is really cool and um super eye-opening to see like what what it's like to go on tour with the band and travel and make content with them and it was also cool in that I got to feel them out and um, get a better understanding of how to communicate with um, with people and how to like act and how to take pictures um, like basically how to how to get the best result to a client um, that I know nothing about that I just went on tour with mm. and it very very eye-opening um, to how I should interact professionally overall with, with Lisa someone. seven out of ten Oh at yeah, least a seven yeah, out yeah, of ten. yeah. We we can we can say that at least a seven out of ten experience. Would would recommend do it again. <laughs> I just gotta say that seven is the weakest number in an experience. And when Tim Ferriss asks people the one out of ten question, he always says one out of ten, and then <clears> the question, and he says, but you can't say seven because it makes it super harder. Because a six is like, uh, and then an eight is like, whoa. So when you remove seven, it really, you gotta feel a lot more strongly Ooh, about a choice. So we're gonna, we're saying you gotta rate the experience for what it was, no sevens. No, you can give a seven, all I'm saying is seven. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a hard seven then. I'm not, a hard even, seven. I'm not even gonna say it was an eight or a six. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, a hard seven says more it, than a seven. double it down on the seven. Then. Yeah, so yeah. make what you want about it. How, yeah. did I, how, did I, how did I just talk about that? Did yeah. I really like it? Did I really not? Mm-hmm. You decide. Yeah. Slide into our DMs. Let us know what you think. <laughs> or if you want to, you know, you run a band and you want to take Gunner again, go ahead. <laughs> There's plenty of other states. 
Yeah, DM me. I'll take some pictures for you. Gunner's pretty down to keep working stuff for bands if they want to take him on tour with them. I think that he needs to tour with a DJ. Yes. Preferably electronic. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the ideal job is that I work with one other person and that person is a DJ. And I I get to know them well. Mm. And I know exactly what they want. And like ultimately what it came down to is that the best way to produce the best content for people is just knowing them and knowing what they want and being as clear as possible with expectations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, communication sounds, sounds yeah, like c- Communication wow. sounds like something that I might want to consider more. And I don't think there can ever be like, I don't think you could ever communicate enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. I... Disagree. I think. Oh, yeah, boy, I, I, was say, I think there's limits to communication. You can say too much. I think that you can yeah. try to communicate too much. I think that. No, no, no. Sometimes I, think, saying... I think you can communicate until you reach an agreement, and then, like, if you want to keep communicating, okay. about how you agree, then you're okay. Good. Mm. In that regard, <clears throat> what you imply was what you yeah. implied was communicating properly. Because I was also, I think I was about to make the same argument that Keontae was about to make. Sometimes saying little. Is the best communication. Yeah. But I guess if you're thinking about like maybe that is like the optimal form of communication in that way. I don't know, it depends about how you're thinking about the word. Like, I guess verbal communication isn't necessarily it depends. Yeah. <laughs> it's I guess verbal communication isn't inherently like optimal communication. And if we're talking about just maximizing on optimal communication, then you know, we don't have to even talk about saying too much because that's just another form of communication and it's not, you know, reflective of optimal communication. So I'm going <laughs> to stop saying that word. But, <laughs> but, but if, if it depends, I think that communicating too much over communicating too little, even if they're both harmful, I would over communicate. Mm, you would much rather over communicate than under communicate. Yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, making yourself extremely clear about what's yeah, going on. even if I look like a like idiot. too clear yeah, yeah. versus mm. oh, uh, it depends. It, I think it that, depends. I think it's contextual with most things. Yeah. yeah. What else questions we got? Um. Well, on the list of topics, um, my backpack broke. <laughs> oh, you got a new bag? No, I've just been piecing it together. I'm waiting Let's until. Bring this backpack. Dude, my boss might have some time to fix the zipper. Look at this backpack. You don't use my old book bag. I have, a, I have an extra backpack for you. Do you remember one. my Ooh. bag? Look at this remember backpack. Remember the bag I used to use all the time in oh, that'd be college? Dope. Yeah. I used that bag from middle school to college, and I gave it to Gunnar. That's at home, and it's covered in mildew. I might have Sounds threw, about right. I might have threw up in it once or twice. <laughs> yeah. But it's, some four it, it, can be cl- it can be cleaned, you know? And that bag has brought me through life. Okay, so... A specific point. I'm going to respectfully <laughs> decline the offer. You're missing out. <laughs> and I'm going to go with... Dude, create your own Keontae backpack. I'm Wait. pretty sure Beth can fix the zipper on that backpack that made it broken. So I'm going to go with that one. I, I think, think you should gonna... just start looking at newer book bags. Nicer book bags. Nah. You see, dude, has, Why would does I... the audience know about the kind of bag I have? The audience? The best bag. Just saying. Okay, I'll it's, your bag for it's, Okay, yeah. Go, go ahead. You're trying to hype up your bag. I like my backpack because I stole it. So I just want to make that clear. <laughs> Look here. Osprey 40. It is... Plug time. Plug time. Link in the description for how you can get an Osprey 40, I guess. But it is the ultimate bag. I carry my life on it. People who know me know I don't leave areas without my bag. Because I tend to carry most of my life with me at most times. So this has literally got me across the world and back. It is the best purchase I've made of my life. And I'm extremely grateful for having this bag. It has all the compartments needed. It has a laptop compartment. It has a fold-out that allows you to put all your clothes or books or whatever. And it has you know the back support plus... It has the the weight, the hip supports. Mm, yes. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's also a carry-on carry size. So you can carry it on 
and it, it still fits quite a lot. Sometimes I think too much. Like I, I maybe I I don't less if it was a little more restrictive, but it certainly is a great bag. And I think everybody deserves a place where they can hold their, their things. Like we you know, no, I feel like yeah. it, I feel like it's super simple, but in a lot of ways, we like we have pockets, we have purses, we have bags. It's so important to carry stuff, right? So why not like respect that importance and get something that reflects how important it is to carry stuff? Because you know, we mm. we we carry a lot of weights in our life already. So when it comes to the things that help facilitate that, you ought to respect them by putting them in something that you know is respectful so mm. osprey 40 best bag i've ever owned it's a good brand i mean gunners heard from the brand when i was gonna get yes. the bag it's they do Top warranties notch. and i could lifetime guarantee lifetime guarantee that's right magical bag i'll probably own it for the remainder of the foreseeable future yeah, if you made that other bag last that long through everything you put it through, I can't see you ever having like ten. I would, I would, I would honestly, I think it's realistic to say that you would have the bag for ten years. Yes, this bag will last. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, and I do put a lot bag. of wear on it, I'd use it's daily use, so maybe that could, you know, factor that in to how long it's gonna last, and that that has a tendency to backfire on me a lot like because i use things so much they tend to just wither away fairly quickly because i use them consistently like when i buy clothes it kind of withers yeah. because i i use it all this so quickly but but the good like good use of things that you love all the time i think, I think like yields yes. better result than like like things like subpar things that you kind of care about that you use once in a while you know what i mean yeah. it's just, everything's just more meaningful. i don't want to tiptoe around the uses of an object that I choose to own. I'm going to use it to its full. And then when it passes, you know, things will come. You know, I don't have to be upset about it being gone. I can just find a new thing because it's just a thing. <laughs> so I'm glad I got to hear you say that because like I said, current backpack I have is broken, but it's really special to me because I stole it and I fell down a hill wearing it. How did you so, steal this bag? It was left at one of the houses of one of my friends after he threw a party. And it was like two in the morning and Joey Shafron had just lost my own backpack because he's a drunk idiot. <laughs> Shout out to Joey Shafron. And I decided that that was my new backpack and it's been that way ever since. It's been two years now. It's been a good backpack. It's been a good run. Dude, it's been, it's been a very good run. It's got me through a lot of things. It's got me through so much that the the outside zipper pocket gave out. Right. So what, what am I supposed to do? I'm just going to see if uh, Beth can fix it <laughs> at that point because I'm not, I'm not trying to spend more money on a backpack. That, that is my game plan right now. But I think it reflects how much I love my backpack the same way Keontae loves his. I'm gonna I'm willing to submit. Mine does not offer the same utility, but I think mine offers a similar experience. That's a good man. Now Connor. One thing I want to talk to wait, I, I wanna weak. <laughs> oh Gunner's backpack game is weak. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've been waiting. Much like Keontae, to get my backpack of of dream, a camera bag. Oh, it's gotta be. To the, be I was. To it's gotta be the proper camera bag. I've seen some nice ones. I'm just waiting on the right time. Yeah, I'm not not pushing any. any Wait. Time. So hold on. How are these bar interactions with you when you were at Wibs tonight? Oh yeah. So I, I stopped by the bar. You had some bald oh, guy interactions. Yeah, before we did the podcast. He stopped by the bar for like an hour and a half. I needed to take the new head out for a spin, so I thought I'd stop at the bar. <laughs> that's fair, and, that's fair. Yeah. But I think that the way people choose to give me feedback about the 
the the bald is representative of a lot of things but i was happy to hear that the majority of people like it and they said it's fitting so awesome i'm glad that that's how they feel i mean that doesn't necessarily translate into me feeling better because i didn't feel bad about it i was excited about it and i feel like part of their excitement is my confidence in wearing the cut or, or mm-hmm. the lack thereof you know yeah and that was something i just i knew was gonna happen if i was confident about being bald no one's gonna tell me it looks bad so I I think I look great, <laughs> and you can feel I look great. Mm-hmm. If I'm like shrouding it or hiding it, people are like give me some feedback like, "Ooh, that was a you know." Like, yeah, because people just want to relate. Mm-hmm. If I'm being awesome about it, then they're trying to relate to me by also reflecting like, "Yeah, it is awesome." They want to confirm that. People want to feel confirmed, especially in a in a bar setting. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. as though so you're more prominent to like relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Do you think it would have changed if you were in a different bar? Like, do you think if you were at one of the different bars in Shippensburg, it would have... What, what kind of hot point reaction do you think you would have gotten? I don't know. I think it depends on... Do you, think the town, do you think the townies would have influenced anything? Or or influenced um the way you think right now? Because you've only been to Wibs thus far, so that's mainly student bar. But if you had gone to Hot Point, you think the townies would have been as perceptive? Well, as- if I was there at Hot Point, I think I would have been there with friends of some sort or associates yeah. and mm-hmm. they would have just gave me the same feedback i was just getting associate feedback mm-hmm. i mean don't get me wrong i did meet some random strangers that also you know gave me some head touches tonight they <laughs> thought it was pretty cool some love yeah they gave me some head touches and there was even a guy who said i inspired him to shave his own head because it was something that he wanted to do but he found that he Close was down. fearful i mean that's he described it in other mm-hmm. words but he just found he was fearful on the basis of the judgment of others Bro, his I'd peers put, i'd puss out against shaving my head so i'm not doing he was, this he i recognize that i'm in his camp yeah. right now i get it i'm yeah. not gonna front because what's what's like the ultimate like what are people thinking about when they shave their head you know what i mean mm-hmm. i can't imagine like, the nakedness you have felt in the last couple of, like what how long has it been now? it's been like 11 hours now since you've had a shaved head i can't imagine the nakedness you felt thus far i think i've just been cold i'm already pretty (laughs) cold sometimes and it's just been a lot colder up there which i initially thought was some kind of sweat like wow my head just sweats and my hair soaks up a lot of that but it's just kind of a breeze and it's an interesting sensation Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to get used to that how was the run earlier that we did How'd your head feel during that? I think it was on, I wasn't paying too much attention to my head in that I was very in my stomach because I had a stomach ache. So, yeah. And I was thinking about not running too that fast. That shifts the focus. That shifts yeah. the focus. Yeah. I thought I was going to throw up. You saw I was spitting a lot on the run, like a lot more than usual. I didn't know. I didn't notice that. Yeah. I didn't even know you were trying to hold back the pukes. Yeah, I was spitting and, I, and that's why I slowed down. And I Wow, that might be from that. eating right before you run. No, I think it was that potato I ate, to be honest. So eating. <laughs> Just the potato, not the other stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I cannot eat before I run the way you fucking do. I can I can never do that stuff. Like my stomach just feels too full. Like I'm guessing that you're not gonna eat right before you race tomorrow. Well, you might. You might it, it might benefit you. But I I'm saying think... I'm my the argument I was gonna make, because I said race was if you were running like a mile or an 800 or something i know your ass is not eating before that because that's more speed you're you're throwing up you cannot have a full stomach for that yeah. but in this case i think i might eat earlier earlier mm-hmm. if i'm waking up super super early i might have a stack of waffles or something i saw people stack do that. of carbs yeah like i just a big hunky stack of carbs that i'm gonna about to burn all of mm-hmm by moving for hours on it. Yeah. But I'd like to put down something matcha oriented. Like I have a spinach, mm. matcha, kale drink I'm going to fuel up on. I'm going to drink that big thing. 
probably an hour after he wake up. So that's going to be caffeine intake too. Then I'll have... What are you going to do if you have to poop during this? I will poop. Like I have your, diapers. Yourself? Or... I don't want to sweat that much. But yeah, I'll just put myself through it. We'll leave it at that. But I, I'm going to try to pee before the race starts. But I will. I don't think... I don't see myself... It might be a pride thing, but I don't see myself stopping to use the bathroom mm-hmm. during the race. I think that it's viable option and people do it. But... I, I want to be see wrapped poop. up in the idea of stopping. Now, like well, yeah, so well, I, I will not stop. The idea has been put in my head, so I want to see the poop. I want to see it happen. Mm-hmm. You said I'll poop myself. I want to see that shit happen. Mm-hmm. Literally, <laughs> I want to see that shit happen. Yeah, well, maybe tune in. Tune in. <laughs> there's there's a live stream of the event. Whoa! So, so tune in. You can live track me. Whoa! Whoa! I, I I might I might just have to. You can see me in beast mode in first place. Dude, I already wake up at seven a.m. First to watch place soccer. in my own well mind. Walk- that's where that's what matters. <laughs> it's might as well, to might as well wake up at seven a.m. to watch my boy. I already do it for soccer. Yeah. I think there you can find the the tracker feed. Uh, I can leave you the information. And they they did a a video for it and they had a pretty good drone shot from last year's event and stuff. okay so i saw some of the city how many people are going to be running this marathon it seemed pretty big they they're capped out at they're trying to cap at 2000 i think okay but they you know signed up ready to go got mm-hmm. my confirmation number it's time i probably should have paid for it earlier to be honest you, you officially have 30 hours right now Right now is the mark. You have exactly 30 hours until your marathon. 30 hours. Yeah. <clears throat> We're going to make it happen. So. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Dude, I think that's a good place to leave it off at. Yeah. My boy's about to run a marathon. Give you some more feedback. 30 on that hours. Yeah. yeah. Dude, oh I'll write my some God. blog posts about all these things. I'll write about the marathon. I'm going to write about my head. Find that at forcesofhabit.com. Okay. 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 I see. I'll write about these things. I haven't been writing much. I've been trying to get into grad school. I'm in grad school. No more excuses. <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm gonna read about these things. Yeah, if you like, if you're if you're into that, you know, if you want to use your eyeballs and not your ears, that's a choice you can make. Well, that's a powerful choice that you could make yeah. by reading my boy's post at forcesofhabit.com. At Forces of Habit on Instagram and Twitter. I, I have all the time. And on Facebook. Too. And on Facebook. Wow, look at that. If you're looking to find more about that, it's in the description to this podcast. So just scroll mm-hmm. a little down and check out the links. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't know we still used Facebook, though. I thought Facebook was just for... It's Russians. for older Power. people and Power. families. Facebook's big? Okay, Facebook is still in. It's very okay. still, okay. still, Still a powerhouse for like marketing. Okay, yes. okay. They, they have very good... I thought Facebook was beat now. No memes. No memes anymore. But a lot of data. That's fair. (laughs) Everyone still has a Facebook even if it's beat. And that means that they are somehow represented, you know, in how Facebook gathers and tracks information. So, and as someone who does ads, you have access to that information. That's fair. So useful. All right. That's it. Carol Conversations. John. Finito. Finn!